If you're struggling with the lockdowns, the restrictions, and all of this changing information every single day, how do you stay optimistic and hopeful when nobody knows what's going on? There's only one way out of this, and in this episode, I'm going to share with you the tips that I've personally been using as well as with my clients on helping them not only survive, but thrive at a time like this, right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello, my new friends, my old friends. Welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Zhang, and I help high achievers heal from toxic relationships so that they can create healthier relationships with other people and with themselves. So listen, we're going into year three of COVID-19. Where I live, I live in Ontario, Canada, we have gone into lockdown again. The schools are closing again. Restaurants are all closed up again. Mental health issues are higher than ever. And I felt like this is a very necessary episode for me to make because how can we create safety within ourselves? How can we make our inner child feel safe when literally everything we know is unknown. Even the government, people who are supposed to be in charge, don't seem to know what's going on. How do we then create safety? And how do we get through this very, very turbulent time? Well, inner child work itself might be the answer that you're looking for. I would definitely recommend checking out episode number three, which was all about creative inner child hacks to beat your pandemic blues. But with this now being the third year, I feel like we need an update on the topic. I can see it in people's faces, even on Zoom calls, that they're worn out, they're tired, and quite frankly, feel hopeless. Is this you as well, and are you heading towards this territory? Now, before I jump into anything, I want to say that everything that we're going to talk about in this episode is not to minimize or dismiss any of the pain, any of the loss or the suffering that you have had to endure during COVID-19. We are not here to say that everything is just going to magically be okay, all right? I hope you know me by now, and it's that your experiences, your unique subjective experiences are valid. What I'm sharing today is a yes and statement, where two things can be valid and true at the same time. And the reason is because I want to give you additional and more options, more things in your tool belt on how to work through this time. Now, I was actually inspired by a great conversation I had with Andrew, my honey boo. We were talking about the pandemic, and we were also talking about how much we take things for granted, like all of us as human beings. And we were thinking about how right now we're all missing life before COVID. That's all you talk about now, right? It's, I miss going to the restaurants. I miss being able to see my friends and my family. I miss doing all of these things. But get this. Do you realize that even before COVID, even before all of this happened, that we still complained about life? We still missed the time before that, right? We complained about, oh, I wish we could just work from home more. 
or we would complain about how places would be too busy, or that there would be too many people at the stores. And there was always something going on. Now, the reason I'm pointing this out is that in any given situation, we always tend to look back at past memories with rose-colored glasses, and we sort of romanticize what it was actually like back then. When in reality, even two years ago, we had issues too, right? And so, in the future, when things eventually go back to you know normal, whatever that is, what do you think most people are going to do? Like seriously, think about this. Do you think most people are just going to forever be grateful post COVID and never take any day for granted ever again, right? Or would they eventually get used to it? Until a new big thing happens, we are always taking things for granted. Even right now, as hard as it might be to hear that, and there might be a part of your brain that feels very defensive and say, "Oh, what the hell is Gloria saying? All this raw, raw stuff." But hear me out for a second. If we are constantly waiting for a conditional future, a conditional future where all the circumstances are perfect, where all the lights are green at the same time. Then aren't we missing the lesson that's showing up for us right now? It's just something I want you to consider. You know, this idea of gratitude is a very touchy subject, especially in my work, because so many listeners, including myself, we have been invalidated and gaslighted for our entire lives. And so, when we try to force gratitude onto ourselves, it's just another way of self-gaslighting. Right? It's like saying, "Oh, but look at the bright side." But again, this is not what I'm pointing at here. I want to again go back to the yes and statement, and I want to share that it doesn't have to be either or, and it's that you can validate the dark while also seeing the light, and that means I can validate the hardship that I'm going through with COVID, and I can also appreciate what I still have. It means that I can expand my perspective. I can grieve, and I can hold space for everything that I lost during COVID, and I can still appreciate that it taught me a lesson, a hard lesson, that I shouldn't take anyone for granted. I shouldn't take anything for granted. I want to super emphasize that we do not want to minimize the pain that is being felt collectively right now, right collectively in our world. Because from an energetic perspective, when something big like this happens, there is always dark and light being brought to the surface. It also means that being forced to pause the busyness and the routine and to disrupt the pattern of society, it means that it forces us to finally address things that have long been swept under the surface. We're faced with questions now we've never considered seriously before, right? Do we want to go back to work in person all the time? Work nine to five, or is that an outdated system based on patriarchy and the industrial revolution? Is that really how we want to live as a society? Traumas are being brought to the surface because your busy life that used to distract you and keep you busy can no longer do that, and we're forced to face them. Think about all of you listening right now. Right, this podcast was born out of COVID, and as much pain as there has been, there has been so much beauty as well. You just have to look for it, 
you know, there are hundreds and thousands of listeners in this podcast. And you all found this podcast during the pandemic. I've read your letters. I've seen your messages. I know that so many of you, because of the lockdown, were forced to finally address these childhood wounds. And you came to this podcast looking for answers because you were stuck home during the lockdown and you couldn't ignore it anymore, right? There is a blessing in disguise here that even in our small, wonderful community here, you and I are going through massive, epic healing together, right? We are healing generations and generations of cycles and wounds that have been passed on through our bloodline, right? And you are standing up for yourself saying, this cannot continue anymore, right? I can't live this way anymore. If I choose to have children, I'm not going to treat them the same way that my parents and the grandparents did. You are choosing to break the cycle. You are a cycle breaker. You are choosing to carry the torch. You're changing the world. You really are one person at a time, right? The healing that you are doing right now, listening to these episodes, taking down notes, really sitting with the feelings and doing the work. By doing this within yourself, you are going to impact every single person you interact with for the rest of your life, right? You can feel it from people who have done the work. And by doing this work, you're going to inspire other people through example that they can also heal their inner child, right? They can learn to love themselves and create a better future for the next generation of kids that come along, that perhaps they won't have to suffer the same way that you did. And without the pandemic, that may not have happened. Think about that for a second. I know that for myself, you know, I essentially lost the job I had at the time before COVID, right? And then I went into private practice full time. And through all of my lowest moments of COVID, one of the best things I came out of COVID was actually finally putting this podcast out. And I honestly don't think that would have happened if not for this lockdown, right? You know, before COVID, I had always loved podcasts. And for years and years, I would say to myself, oh, you know, one day I'm going to launch a podcast. And then one day would never come because I would be going to work, coming home, going to work, coming from home, right? I was stuck in that pattern until it got interrupted, until I had to face my demons, until I had to accept the fact that I couldn't go out anymore. And so I had to choose to do something more productive with my time. And the Inner Child Podcast was born. So now let's move on to a more of a call to action. Something that you can do to take the inner child approach to actually get through this time and maybe even thrive while you're at it. So first of all, you should all be so proud for being here right now, lighting the torch and doing this for yourself. Now, from an inner child perspective, what is happening it's that when all of these external rules are being placed on you, your inner teenager will start to protest. It will activate this need for rebellion, right? It's as if the 13-year-old you is saying, how dare you tell me what to do? How dare you tell me where I can go, who I can see? And if you tell me to stay home, then suddenly all I want to do is to go out, right? We feel unsafe. And what happens when we feel unsafe? Well, we switch into survival mode. We start focusing on what am I going to lose? 
rather than what can I create here. We start focusing on trying to hoard things, trying to protect things and defend things. And instead of actually growing, we start to feel like a dog that's being backed into a corner. And so the first call to action is to recognize if your inner teenager has been activated by all of these rules and these changes from COVID, invalidate your inner teenager. Sit with yourself and say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry that you feel like your rights and your freedom are being taken away from you, right? Acknowledge it, sit with it. Second call to action is about one of the energetic laws of the universe. You know, children at their most natural state, I always say that your true inner child is your real authentic self, but children in their most authentic state roll with things. They're in flow with life, just like in seasons, right? Life is cyclical in nature. Then that means we go through summer, fall, winter, spring. We have night, we have day. And that's the way that things are. And you know, children can spend hours just playing with a stick, no matter what the situation is, right? Think about that for a second. Right now, we are in a collective winter season. And winter means that things stop growing. They start hibernating. They start resting and reflecting. And so something to consider is that instead of putting all of your energy into something that's self-defeating, destructive, this fighting, protesting behavior, what would happen if you took a moment to pause, to rest and reflect? And if you're currently in a winter season, what would a child do? How can you embrace the gifts of the winter season instead? Have you been on go, go, go for far too long? And now you're finally given the opportunity to stop, to do nothing, to process, to heal, to reflect. Is there any blessing in disguise at all that you can seek in this situation? Again, if this gratitude stuff doesn't feel good for you right now, that's okay too. All right, you never want to force gratitude for the sake of positivity. If it feels too difficult, go back to validating the difficult feelings first, validating your experience and acknowledging what you have gone through. All right, that's totally okay. But if you're ready, can you find any opportunity right now? You know, as many small businesses have opened, there have also been millions of new businesses that have started rebranded, or taken a creative approach instead. All they had to do was think outside the box. I know many relationships have ended, marriages have ended, and an equal number of new relationships have begun during COVID as well. Life and nature and relationships and us, always in a constant cycle of creation, destruction, and change. And so ultimately, Safety lies inside you. Safety does not lie in knowing exactly how everything in the external world is going to turn out because we never know. If I told you three years ago that this huge pandemic was going to happen and the entire world was going to shut down, would you even believe me, right? Nobody could have predicted that, right? Nobody. And so safety ultimately doesn't lie out there. Safety lies inside here. Safety lies in trusting that I have always found a way 
to get through every situation in my life. And the reason that that's true is because I'm here right now. I'm here, right? And even times in the past where I thought things were absolutely rock bottom, impossible, how did I get through that? And instead of resisting the change that's happening right now, how can I roll with it instead and find hidden gems and opportunities that I otherwise wouldn't be able to see if I'm spending all of my time fighting it? Because I guarantee you with the way that human beings take things for granted, if, you know, knock on wood, for some reason, the restrictions get even worse next month <laughs> or something really, really bad happens, you're going to be wishing that you're where you are right now. Grass is always greener on the other side. Now, the last call to action is a fun one, and it's really about invoking that inner child spirit and play, especially when you feel like your freedoms have been taken away. And so this example is actually inspired by one of my past clients. During the course of us working together, she unfortunately became sick and had to get surgery. And then the doctor told her, okay, you have to stay home for two weeks. Well, being the high achiever that she was, her inner teenager did not like that at all. All of a sudden, all she wanted to do was go out, even though the doctor was doing this for her own good, right? The doctor said, you're still recovering from surgery. And so it's, it's not a good idea to rush back into work and, you know, move around and all that. But when we took that perspective, that freedom is actually within us and that at our core, our inner child is able to be in the moment of things, is able to create opportunities and create joy and fun, even with just a piece of stick, right? And so I asked my client, if you didn't have any restrictions right now, what are some things that you want to do at home? What are some things that you've been meaning to do for a long time, or perhaps that you've been putting off that you would actually want to do? And the answer she came up with just went on and on and on. She said, well, I've always wanted to sing. Maybe I could do a singing lesson. I used to paint when I was a child. I stopped painting, but I bought this paint by numbers thing and that's sitting on the shelf and it's collecting dust. I could finally do that. I've been meaning to clean out my closet and sell some clothes that I don't wear anymore and make some extra cash. The list went on and on and on. And the reality is there's actually so much that we can do in a short period of time. You know that every time a new song comes out, I get really surprised. There's only 12 notes in music, and yet people are still able to create new songs, new music all the time. And when we come from a place of scarcity and lack, we only see what's not there and we forget how much we really have. Even if you live in a tiny square foot apartment with no windows, no balcony, what about that recipe you've been meaning to bake for a long time, but you just keep putting it off? What about that pile of books that you said you were going to read last year and you haven't opened them yet and they're just sitting on your shelf? You see, the problem is not the shortage of things that we could do. We're in an abundance of different activities and things to do. Now, even more in this digital age than before. The problem is that we're depending on an external source to excite us or motivate us. Instead of realizing that that actually belongs to you. 
So it's time to connect with that inner child within and start getting excited about things again. And by creating those feelings of excitement and desire and fun and play and joy inside of you, you can only experience those things inside your body anyway. Right? When you're excited or motivated, it's not someone else feeling excited or motivated. It's you, right? It's your nervous system. It's your hormones and your energy. It's your senses and it's the blood in your body that brushes through you. And by continuously turning the attention towards yourself, towards what your inner child needs and wants and desires, that's how you're going to create that urgency, that creativity, that fun, that spark of inspiration that you need to create an opportunity out of this tragedy. One of the opportunities that I've been so privileged to be able to witness is the students inside of our Soulmate program. And we've had a lot of folks enroll in January, a time where things usually are slow. But because of the pandemic, folks who are in the same situation as you have decided to turn this year into a year of healing and growth, repairing their relationships, healing from toxic relationships, and are ready to create healthier, long-lasting relationships. We have folks saying that they're finally happy being single for the first time in their life after jumping from one toxic relationship to the next. We have folks saying that they finally understand what kind of partner that they actually should be looking for. And just last week, we were celebrating a share inside the group where one of our clients, for the first time in her life, decided to speak up at a job. After doing our program, she decided that she realized what her worth was and she asked for a $20,000 raise and she got it. <laughs> we were so happy for her and she you know, made back all the money that she invested in the program and so much more. And your opportunity, your silver lining doesn't even have to be something that big. It could be something small. So if this episode was helpful, please take a screenshot and tag me at by Gloria Zhang. I'd love to hear from you. And I honestly wish all of you a good year and a good life. And to remember that what we're going through right now is temporary and it won't be the last challenge that you face either. And even though these times are tough, you are even tougher. And you can use this as an opportunity to try something different. Bye for now. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one.